0: You've tuned into convicted conversations. This no, we cannot love you and find you ugly at the same time. That is not true because you don't love me for my face, all right?
1: I'm a married man, by the way. I don't care who find me yeah. attractive
0: except for my wife. <laughs> Good morning, uh, Butter Scott, Ankle Grabber, and Angela Yee. Good morning. <laughs> I think I'm Butter Scott. Everybody and got a nickname. Grabber. <laughs> ankle Grabber's though. You should say, you should say uh, oh, oh, what did uh, I love to say on flavor in Oil oh, up your ankles. <laughs> That's and, your Tim's tap. Hey, I wanted to get y'all a shot out of here. Everybody in Broward County go out and vote for Ruby, Lenora, Green for Public Defender. We need black people in um positions where they can help everybody not just really black people but everybody but i definitely okay, want to it. shout out Good evening. This is Gary, your host of Convicted Conversations, and today I have the beautiful Ruby Lenora Green. Stay tuned. Hi, good afternoon. This is Gary, your host of Convicted Conversations, and I have Ruby Lenora Green running for a public defender. How are you doing today, ma'am? Hi, I'm
1: good.
2: How about yourself?
0: Outstanding. How was your day?
2: It was pretty good. It was long and then depositions this afternoon
0: oh okay i can imagine i know your schedule is hectic yeah. i was reading something on your uh your bio it said the arc of more universe is long but it bends towards justice what does that mean to you
2: to me it just means that we have fought for a long long time for equality mm-hmm and at some point we're gonna get it at some point we got to get this thing right at some point justice is going to be served and when i say justice is going to be served i mean that we're gonna be equal in all rights and right. respects
0: right because i see like they they keep a foot on our neck especially if you have a, a felony yeah. hanging over your head they just keep yeah. you at a certain level, to where they don't want you to get up.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's true. Design, and, right? It's it's by design. Right. Um, it has been happening for centuries. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you this: I go to schools to speak to kids and to talk about the criminal justice system. And if I go to a place like Cypress Bay, then you know, kids there they, they don't really know too much about the criminal justice system because of the fact that if they get found with a little piece of marijuana or a roach or something like that, their officers in their neighborhood. Like, oh, let me just take Johnny home right. to their parents, right. or if they're found with a drink or drinking a drop, let me just take give you a ride home. They don't do that to us,
0: like a little slap on the hand.
2: Yeah, just slap on the hand.
0: Yeah, I seen them take a little six year old girl to jail recently for kicking another student, a six year old yep. girl with mental problems already. Yeah, yep. fingerprinted her ticket her to jail, mugshot yep. the whole nine. That
2: should have never happened. I don't a know, a black officer yeah. at yep. that. Yeah, but you know, like. Uh, Sometimes black officers they want to fit that role. They want to mm. fit the mold, and they wanna, they wanna become
0: a fit in. Fit
2: in, you know. Like it's just, and it's sad because he of all people should have known that that shouldn't have been the case. Like, at what point do we decide to arrest someone who's six years old? Right. How crazy does that? Sound? Especially
0: just for a little kick right. that kids do all the time in school.
2: All the time right if I can tell you how many times I've been kicked how many people will be in jail right now I mean look right oh my goodness like that's right. one of the reasons Mm-mm. no way
0: outrageous then the same police officer took another girl another kid the same school same officer took another kid to jail yeah black guy yeah, yeah. why is, it, it just seems like to me that society as a whole it, it doesn't even seem like just Florida just society as a whole it seems like their ultimate goal is to get all of us with at least a felony hanging over our head. And once you got that felony hanging over your head, it's hard to find somewhere to live. It's hard to find somewhere to work. And it's like they just keep it, keep bashing you, keep bashing you. It's like so many people go back to prison because they can't cope or they can't, they can't function out here.
2: And, you know, I agree. I'm, I'm just one of those people that I don't think that. All officers mm. are bad. Right, right, right. right? I know a lot There's of them. I Hank,
0: I know a lot of good police. Right, yeah, right, right. Right.
2: There are some few that spoil the bunch. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's worse when black officers are caught doing things like this.
0: Right.
2: And it. it it's just a reflection of how you know, like how back in slavery days, where mm-hmm. they put us against each other. You know, the lighter-skinned blacks get right. to cook in the kitchen and stay in the house, and right. then the darker-skinned blacks had to pick cotton out there. Right. So it's just it's the mentality,
1: mm-hmm. and it's been
2: ingrained in our minds, and it's a just a form of oppression. Right. And that's something that. I don't know why, but black people have just never been able to overcome. Mm-hmm. And I think that we just need to reach within ourselves and work together right. so that we can piece this all together mm-hmm. and, and this situation can be possibly different. Right. And, but there are always going to be, I think, always going to be a good versus evil. So mm-hmm. there is going to be some officers that are just going to be rogue. Right. It's just going to be a natural thing because, I mean, especially this day and age with the president allowing, you know, the things that he says and does mm-hmm. allows other people.
0: Right. The rhetoric to, he using. Right. right.
2: Mm-hmm, to do the same.
0: Mm-hmm. And I see you went, um, the graduating class of 2010, you said we have the power to make a change. Use your gifts wisely. What's what gifts were you given by God and how are you going to use those gifts to make Broward County better?
2: I can tell you one thing. Mm-hmm. I am a black woman. I grew up in what we would call the hood, the ghetto, Kaya
0: City. Kaya City, right?
2: My mom has a two-bedroom house with one bathroom. Mm-hmm. She had, in and of herself, she had nine, but together I have fifteen brothers and sisters.
0: Wow, big family.
2: Big family. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I. I didn't. I didn't even know that I was gonna get to this place. Where I'm at right now, because mm. I never knew anybody who actually had went to college. Especially in your family. In my family, I had never knew anybody who went to college. Um, my mom, she for for a living, she was a housekeeper. And mm. then when she her, she got tunnel then what happened was is that she had to be on. We had to be on uh, government assistance. Wow. So for a majority of my life, we was on major- uh, government assistance because she didn't have. work
1: Mm -hmm. and prior
2: to her even being a housekeeper she was out there picking strawberries and homestead yeah that's what they used to do in order to make money they pick strawberries so I literally by the grace of God was able to come up out of that type of situation, mm-hmm. and when I went to school I, I loved school for some reason. I just loved school like I feel like sometimes like God places you in places and you know and you end up doing things that you don't realize at then at that point, mm-hmm. but here's he's molding you for something bigger and better
0: greater in yeah life.
2: right, and so um I end up going to Uh, high school thinking that oh you know I'm making good grades but I'm just going to work at McDonald's for the rest of my life. I thought I was going to be working at McDonald's Like to this day. I was just like oh I'm going to give me a car. Like I thought I was was on my way to being a manager at McDonald's. They had already asked me to stay and then my guidance counselor was just like hey you're making good grades. You're going to go to college? And I was just like huh? College. I ain't gonna go to nobody no in your family
0: was on that, right? Hey, right. like,
2: I ain't gonna go to no nobody college. in
0: the family telling you to go to college. Or like, right. hey, you should be better than us. Nobody.
2: Well, we didn't know. R-
0: we, right. We can't, right. We, I
2: can't even blame anyone right. because we honestly did right. not know. Right. Right. Like, and that's the thing. That's the point. Like, how many of us do not know? Mm-hmm. Right. And so I ended up going to a predominantly white school though for high school because I ran mm. track. And so had it not been for that, I don't think that I ever would have wow. thought about it. But my guidance counselor was like, you make good grades. I'm going to just, I'm going to apply for you to this school. So she applied uh, to Florida State. Mm-hmm. I was just like, let me try it out. I'm probably not going to get in. I don't know why I didn't think I was going to get in. I did make good grades, mm-hmm. but I I didn't think I was going to get in. Especially I was like, well, the I'm environment
0: that you're living in. And
2: right. I went to. When I tell you that I went to that school and I applied, I got in.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
2: got in, it was called this care program at Florida State University, Center for Academic Retention. A retention and enrichment program mm-hmm. and it was for first-generation college students
0: stop
2: yes I got in
0: first gen- only? yeah
2: first so
0: everybody first that was in your class were first-generation first college, students.
2: college students Get and it was a here. lot of us and
0: what made them start that I,
2: I don't know I don't know and it was you just... out of
0: all these kids went yep that yeah. is awesome
2: yeah and so I went there and I went there with trash bags I, I ain't have no like no I, I luggage, didn't know, like, no right, luggage, like right, right. I went there with trash bags like we had a lot of kids. We were mm-hmm. living on food stamps and stuff like that. I literally went there with trash bags. And Do you
0: think the environment and how you came up make you go hard now?
2: It does. It does. Because I, I know that we all deserve more. Mm-hmm. You know, even to this day I still try and help my mom out with whatever I can. Um I, I I you know, my nieces and nephews, I just know they better, they better right. think about going to college. And you know, college isn't for everybody, so right, I can't right, even right. sit up here and say you everybody better go to college because it's not for yeah, everybody. The people
0: could make a they could get a trade and they yeah. make good money too.
2: Good money. I just want you to be better and know that there right. is better. Right. That's all that's all I'm saying. That's what like. I'm
0: trying to get across to them too.
2: Right. That's all it is. It's like you deserve better. Don't let anybody sit up there and tell you that you ain't gonna be nothing. Because mm-hmm. I can tell you when I was working. At McDonald's, somebody came through the drive-through and told me to my face that I wasn't going to be nothing but a two-cent hooker living on the streets with ten kids. Wow. And then he proceeded to go to his trunk and pulled out his master's degree and slammed and slammed it in of my you face for and drive window. Yeah at the drive-thru window all because of a junior bacon cheeseburger because he wanted a junior bacon cheeseburger at McDonald's
0: not the Popeye's chicken sandwich that's driving black right. people crazy uh, a junior bacon cheeseburger a junior bacon cheeseburger I'm done
2: yeah and he wanted it at McDonald's and I had to tell him I was like oh sorry sir it, the you know McDo- uh, it's at Wendy's you know
0: still being polite and everything.
2: still being polite and that's me like I literally would tell you that people would come to my window and be like you don't deserve to be here right they'd be like you too you like fine. better than
0: be here right. right like right. people would
2: come my window so i know i wasn't rude to this man mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is is this is a black man right. who did this to me right who came to me and tried to spit in my face and shout his master's degree in my face telling me i wasn't gonna be anything that's
0: why i say our people we like the detriment of like bro we hurt each other so bad it's ridiculous yeah. with words and actions it's ridiculous that wasn't even called for but look what it pushed you to do
1: yeah You might
0: run across him again. You never know. Trust me. I
2: will never know. I don't even remember you know what he looks like. I can just see see the figure, Mm -hmm. you know, of of
1: him.
0: And let me ask you this. Coming from a a hood like Karya City, Kodak, all of niggas from Mm -hmm. that same neighborhood. I'm talking about (laughs) Carrier City, Pompano is well known for like getting money, drugs. Yeah. You name it. How are you able to get through all of that stuff? Beautiful black girl. Running track, I'm quite sure, dudes chasing you home. How were you able to get through all of that and still go to college?
2: I was always busy. Mm. That's one thing about us, too. Like, we need to make sure that we're involved in the right things. Mm. Um, And we can't let other people try and take over our minds. So uh, in an environment like that, you will have guys who do sell drugs who want to mentor your kids. Right. Because they don't have a father at home. So they're mentoring your kids because you at work all day mm-hmm. and you can't really, you don't know really know what they're doing. And right. this happens all the time. But I was always busy. I was always, I ran track. I did cross country. I played Stayed flat football. Busy. I was the quarterback on the flat football team. Yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, I, it was just. Savage. Yeah.
0: So you built for this. When I was reading your bio and say how energetic you are, you have to, to deal with all of this stuff, people yeah. kicking you kicking you down, slapping you down mentally. Yeah,
1: mentally. You
0: have to be a savage. You gotta be strong and I'm talking about you seem like you possess those qualities, like you're not scared as shit, bruh. Nah, I
2: no. Yeah, you seem like you
0: don't even play like you a a savage.
2: Yeah, the last trial I did um, one of the jurors came back to um, because we always, there's always an alternate juror, Mm -hmm. so we always try and go see what they're going to say about what they thought about the trial because they can't go back there and deliberate with Mm -hmm. everybody else. And then uh, I sent one of my friends to see what they thought. And they were like, yo, man, she's feisty. i you,
0: you gotta be. Because people look at your pretty and they'll try yeah. to run over you. You feel me? Like, oh, yeah. she don't know nothing. Like yeah. a blonde. Like, they got yeah. that thing where, ah, oh, she ain't got no. But yeah. a lot of blondes and a lot of beautiful women are smart, smart. too. But they, they think smart. they just got the looks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And they'll try to try you any kind of way they can. But like I say, if yes. you feisty and you come at them and you know how to snap back, you you seem like the person that get them in place quick.
1: Yeah.
0: And you were mentioning growing up um, that you didn't even think you would be here. So you weren't in the politics. You weren't in the debate clubs. You weren't yeah. on none of that. You were just working at McDonald's going to school.
2: Right. So um, I will. I was if, fast track that mm. I was into um, like in high school. I did. Not like the actual debate. Because mm-hmm. I did more so forensic debates. So it's more like acting.
1: Right, right, right.
2: <laughs> but I love that type of stuff. But I did always watch, you know, shows about the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. Um, I just never... I, I just, I guess I never had that thought in myself that I would be more than what I...
0: Your surroundings. My surroundings yeah. was. Yeah. yeah, that's a lot of people. Your yeah. surroundings keep you stuck. That's why I'm like... The street life ain't get a hold of you? Like, you made it yeah. through all of that? Well, you
2: know what? Like, um, and when I was living in Kaya City, I, mm. I didn't have any type of issues because I was rough I mean, and tough you with weren't, the best of them. So
0: you wasn't just stuck in the house. You did go outside. No, I did. Yeah, oh, I okay. rode
2: around the bicycle. Oh, I was fighting and everything. You I for real? I beating boys up on the bus. I yes, can imagine. I sure was you
0: playing football, I know you could take a boy. <laughs> <laughs> I know you could beat a dude. I
2: was protecting other people. You know, like, there was a, one time some boys tried to steal my bike. Had to beat him up for that. Then um, another Christ. time, one was picking on one of my sisters, so I had to beat him up on the school bus for that.
0: Y'all hear she don't play now. I had a
2: whole black eye going to school. Mm-hmm. Get
0: out of here.
2: Yeah, because he punched me in my eye. She- so,
0: <laughs> Oh, my God. He punched God. me in
2: my eye. But, you know, like, it, it was just real like, tough it was, so it's,
0: I mean it built your character it, it, it built is. to where you are right now you could take anything yeah. you could take the punches and the body shots and yeah. the ridicule and the yeah. you could take all that yeah. if you didn't come from that I don't mm-hmm. think a lot of people ain't built for mm-hmm. certain things no. you come from that where yeah. you could do anything you want yeah. to in life
2: and when I went to I went to Georgia one summer mm-hmm. and that was the only time where I kind of got mixed up in that drug whole situation because mm-hmm. my cousin, and his girlfriend was on drugs, heavy. And they actually sold me to this pimp. What? Yep, went to Georgia for a whole summer. How old were you? And I was 16 years old. Jesus Christ. For a bag of Coke.
1: Wow. And
2: I just remember, the guy, you know, just trying to lick on me, trying to tell me he's going to give me the world. Mm-hmm. And the next day I was able to break away from this man because I told him I was I had to go um, because he was smoking. Right. And I couldn't really handle smoke. I never right. still like I can't breathe.
0: Smoke. I need to. Right. right. So I
2: was just like, oh, I need to go somewhere else. And he allowed me to go to this other place. And, and I was got stopped. away, got away. Mm-hmm.
1: Dang, you should yep. have had all and them It was when up. I was
2: sleeping. But I ain't, I ain't, I ain't even want to do that to my cousin. Like right. you could see, like they was like real strong out, and they were really deep like, out in there, out issues. There. Yeah. And I, I've seen some strange things that people do. So yeah, it's, right. that was the only time that I actually got mixed up in all of that. I kind of I wrote it wrote it in my book, mm-hmm. which I haven't published yet. You have to. Yeah, but I am.
0: Yeah, yeah. mine almost out. I just got to do the cover in the back, and yeah. I'll be almost finished. No, that's okay. Thank you, boo. And let me ask you this. Um, people have always thought of public defenders as public pretenders, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much they said the state and the public defenders work hand-in-hand, the railroad blacks in particular. How will you change the narrative of the way blacks feel about your office, like about the public defender's office mm-hmm. as a whole?
2: Well, this is the thing. Mm-hmm. I think that we got that stereotype because of the fact that there are i think two a couple of issues mm-hmm. one of the issues is is that it's always been the, the- deal of if you have money then you're, you're probably not gonna get it right. right you're not intelligent you right. can probably get a better sentence right but the people we represent never have the money. So they always feel like, yeah, if I don't have a private, then I'm not being represented to the best of my ability. Right. But when I tell you that we have a lot of great attorneys at the public defender's office, Mm -hmm. better than private attorneys, people don't understand that because of stereotypes. Just like if someone looks at you, they criminal, 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 criminal. Mm -hmm. That's just a stereotype that we're gonna have, but I'm gonna make sure that we have zealous advocates. Because sometimes we have people that get hired that look like this, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, they don't even wanna go to jail to see our people. What do you wanna work here for? Wow. What's your purpose? So I'm gonna change all of that. That it shouldn't be a thing as to whether or not you are here for us and our clients, mm-hmm. you have to be in order to work
0: here. No ifs, ands, or buts. No
2: ifs, ands, or buts about it. It just doesn't make any sense. And I know a
0: lot of um, the public defenders, and I know some of them personally from back in the 90s They used to work there, they did have a lot on their caseload. They had mm-hmm. like a hell of a caseload. Like hundreds of people probably split between yeah so many people. So I know they do have a, a hell of a caseload.
2: Some of them do, but that doesn't, to be, to be honest, right, 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 right. most of the cases I can do in my sleep. You for real? Yes. I can.
0: So why they why they so lax?
2: Well some it's it just really depends on the person. Not everybody is going to be the same. Just like you have really bad private attorneys and really good private attorneys. It's the same in the public defender's office. You're never gonna have um oh everybody's so bomb, everybody that mm-hmm. works here, you never gonna have, right. have that.
0: You're never but if you that. the leader of the if you in charge of the public defenders, how are you gonna make sure that they have everyone's best interests at heart, not just whites or certain different ethnic groups. How are you going to make sure, like, are you going to hold meetings with them? Are you going to give out memos? Like, how are you going to hold them accountable and make sure they do everybody All good? All of that
2: and above. It's mainly on your hiring practices. Mm-hmm. I can tell you by the people that we've had issues with Mm -hmm. within the past three years that i was supervisor and chief of the public defender's office Mm -hmm. i could tell you each and every one of them that wasn't gonna make it and that i did not vote for first quarter first first quarter but at the interview though Mm -hmm. so in turn i did not vote for them so if i didn't vote for you you know then that should show something Mm -hmm. because i knew. That you didn't have our best interest at heart. Right. Something would tell me. I, it's just a known thing. Like, you could just tell by the questions that you ask and the answers that they give who is actually going to make it through this job.
0: And you know what? I'm glad you said that because I feel police officers should go through similar screenings. Like, they should go through some rigorous fucking questions. They should go through some, some fucking... Um, that other type of training, not sensitivity, I don't want them to be pussy, but I'm just saying, like, they should go through some type of training to where they know who they're dealing with. Instead of just popping off on people and jacking people up, like, chill, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? Well, this, this
2: is the thing. Um, that That's another issue in and of itself. Mm-hmm. There's um, implicit bias. And Everywhere. I think that... They have an inherent fear of our people just mm. because you know, like everybody does, even some black really? people do yeah. you know so I don't i I do believe that there should be more po- community and police relations mm. um and that they need to fashion some kind of method in which they're not just oh, shoot first and then like ask questions later it. you're right right and um I just don't know how the Departments are going to um, ingrain that in people's heads because like people just, people, you know, like kind of like some situations where um, you're trained, you're a trained officer and uh, you're training to do all these shooting tactics, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, but someone comes in with a gun and you, you run away. Right. You know, so I think there's always going to be that type of officer mm-hmm. um, be, just because of how they were raised. They right. weren't really, they, they're not used to, you know, being around all black people and you know black you know issues right
0: we'll be right back with y'all gonna take a little break real quick stay
1: tuned and it feels like it's getting hard to breathe and i know you feel
0: Also, Ruby, um, I see you work closely with the McDonald's House, the Village Project, Urban League, Boys and Girls Club, William Dandy's Middle School Pre-Law Program, just to name a few. How important is it for Ruby Lenora Green to give back to Broward County?
2: It's very important. Mm-hmm. Had someone not done it to me, and I can name a list of people, had yeah. someone not done this to me, then I wouldn't that's another reason why I wouldn't be here mm-hmm. because I, I, we all start off in a position where we don't know what we're doing. We're sitting around here thinking the, I'm going hey, I'm going to go do it this way, but we need people um, that look like us mm-hmm. that could see our future like right. you know we, that, hey, they've been able to do this. Mm-hmm. I can do it too. right. So, and it's, it's so important. And it's so, like I said, it's so important for kids to be involved.
0: Especially when they see this beautiful black girl that's got this kind of power, <laughs> they are gonna be like, shit, I could, you know what yeah. I'm talking about? I could, be that. I could be Michelle Obama, I could yeah. be Ruby, yeah. but too many black girls ain't doing that. They in the streets, they busting yeah. checks, they scamming, they prostituting, they stripping. And you still went. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, These kids cute. gonna look up to you. You you have no clue what God <laughs> got in store for you. What's the legacies Miami top forty under forty award you received?
2: So it's it's for leaders. Mm. So I guess they they someone envisioned that I was gonna be a leader and I'm a under forty. That's <laughs> over your head. Someone <laughs>
0: right, that's over your head. <laughs> so Make based time. upon
2: the work that I had been doing, mm. uh, that they um, no I was nominated and I got mm. it. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm yeah good job that's (laughs) what i'm talking
0: about they do this every year or just every
2: year i i believe yeah 40 under 40 you were what 31 at the time when i got it i was in my 20s probably Oh, okay
0: how do you right now i'm 32 and yeah okay um how do you feel about kid the kids courthouse they built down in miami huge courthouse just for children
2: want to know what
0: i (sighs) baffling
2: i i i have no words because I don't believe that kids should be in the system like that.
0: But if they got the prison pipeline system already set up for them from third grade, you already know but what
2: it's going, what problems it's gonna cause. Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, what you need a kids courthouse for?
0: That is ridiculous. It's just, it's that just is stupid.
2: It, it just doesn't make any sense but right now. I
0: see the setup.
2: You see the and setup. You know where it's and, going, right? It's going the wrong way. But I mean. We just need to be better about fighting these things. Like, we need to be better about make sure that we're going to our community meetings and seeing what people are proposing. Because if we don't stand up and fight right. these things, then people are going to be able to get away with whatever. Right. And then we see it coming.
1: Hmm? We see from it right here, from a mile away. Right.
2: But but that mile seems longer and longer now. We're yeah. looking out there, you know. But, I mean, because they've already undone it. Mm-hmm. So what? Are, what? How are we gonna prevent that now? Since they've already done agreed to do it, and this is what what's happening. But everybody's gonna have a different view on that. So
0: right, was your father in the household with y'all no. with the kids? So he no. wasn't. No, and he was still was stone. on the straight and narrow. Yeah, without the daddy. So without the daddy. I mean, I know it's people and kids in the past and the future that have went on to become great without their fathers and you're heading in that direction as well what do you say to the kids that don't have a father that's feeling depressed that's feeling down that that feel like they ain't got nobody to talk to and like they ain't gonna be shit? like like the dude told you at mcdonald's you ain't gonna be shit. look at my master degree you ain't yeah. gonna be nothing how you feel or yeah. uh, what you have to tell them kids that feel like that right now that uh, they ain't gonna be nothing
1: yeah
2: all i have to say is just drown everybody out take a deep breath, close your eyes, and just imagine the things that you want in life and then go get it.
0: Hmm. That's so, all they got to do. That's all they got to do. And that's what you did.
2: And that's what I did. Mm-hmm.
0: You blocked your whole city out. Yeah. You blocked out everything your family's going through. You blocked out your daddy not being there. You blocked out your environment, the dude talking shit at McDonald's. And yeah. look where you at right now.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what? And a part of me knew. Cause it, when he said that stuff to me, I was just like thinking to my head like I'm a straight A student, <laughs> so he got me wrong, you know. But you know, it, it still got to me. Mm-hmm. It really, it really did get to me. And I think that the like I told you before, most of it was because he was a black man and saying these things. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, like you were in high school, so I've already done learned about the trigger slave trades, all right. this sort other of stuff. So you know it really did bother me mm-hmm. um, when it got to that point that he was a black man that said that stuff to me. That was the most harmful, not exactly what he said because I knew it wasn't going to be true. You know, mm-hmm. like, in, in hindsight, I'm like, oh, okay, this you could You still be young. Me. You
0: got your whole life ahead I of you. I got my
2: whole life ahead of me, but I'm like, I'm not going to make this a reality like of Like, buddy, nigga, you
0: old as fuck. You riding <laughs> around with a master degree in your <laughs> trunk. Nigga, what you pulling this shit out on everybody that talks shit to you?
2: He probably got fired and oh, had
0: th- it <laughs> Who fucking knows? He had it in He his
2: riding truck.
0: around with a master degree. <laughs> right. And it was still in the um, yep. the, the, um, the no, frame? No,
2: all, all I know is because at the drive through window, all I could see is him going to the trunk and popping it and getting it out. I, I can't like see he if it get was a in gun. a but, right. He come I back
0: didn't... with a master degree <laughs> <laughs> The shit on you. Yeah. And you showed him, look.
2: Yeah. And he tried to spit on me.
0: Jesus But we had Christ. hurried
2: up and shut the window. By that time, my manager came. We hurried up and shut the window before right. he got to spit on me. But... Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Horrible. Yeah. This lady that beat up this uh, kid in school, the kid punched the teacher in the face, the teacher went ham. How did they even begin to, to prosecute a case? Like, I mean, I know they gonna do it or they, I I know they will, but I'm just saying, like if a kid punch you in the face, you don't supposed to do shit. You supposed to just sit there and take it?
2: Listen, I come from the hood. I would've punched the beat the mess out of that kid, but, In all respects, we also have to remember where we are in our place in life. And there's always going to be temptations. There's always going to be people who are going to put you in a situation where you have to determine whether or not you are going to act like you want to act. And then act the way that you should as a professional and
0: they say she was just like a substitute so she probably wasn't real deep into it like a regular yeah. teacher or a reg- like you ain't really got nothing to lose being a sub you could whatever yeah
2: but she does, does she why does she have that substitute job it's right. a job
0: right
2: you need a job
1: right
2: you know like i don't know like i, I i'm not in that situation mm-hmm. and it, it'll be hard for me to sit up here and say oh i'm not gonna i'm, I'm not gonna punch nobody back if they hit me it will it will be a really test and you know of how my tough character. you are right <laughs> it will be a test of my character right you know but uh, I, she has to understand that you know in a day and age like this
0: yeah, and they videoing of it of course and
2: they, in a day and age like that like you know you you gotta choose do right. you want your job or do you want respect in the streets
0: right and I think that's more what she was looking for. She was yeah. trying to get respect from that little girl or whoever, because I'm talking about and yeah. she kicked in it. They didn't show that part, but they say she kicked in the head and all. Yeah. Like yeah. she went above and beyond.
2: Yeah. There will always be woman. someone that's testing you. Right. And, it, and it's going to true. You're really going to have to decide. And there's at all points and respects in our life, we're going to have to decide which way we going to go.
0: As being the head of the public defender's office, will you be able to oversee all of the cases or do they go through like a chain of command and like the more egregious crimes come to you? Like how they...
1: Well... <laughs>
0: because this dude might be slacking Let me tell you at our office right, right now, right. our
2: boss don't have no cases.
0: Your boss.
2: Correct. I think that's dead ass wrong.
0: So it's split between everybody else and he chilling.
2: Well, and the chiefs don't have no cases either. But I can tell you that when I was a chief, at the public defender's office, mm-hmm. I had cases. I was in court every single day. I covered for attorneys when they were out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm an attorney first. And that's what people have to recognize. When you get that office, you don't need to... If he if he even comes to work,
1: mm-hmm.
2: maybe he'll spend a, maybe a total of three hours out of the day Are at work. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious.
0: And people know this? People know this. And they still vote for him?
2: They, well i don't think he really had any much opposition my boss has been in 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 office for uh 14 15 years
0: right yeah Hmm.
2: so yeah yeah but if you if you a white man who cares right you know so um yeah but of course i'm gonna i'm gonna have cases i'm gonna Um, Make sure I have something, you know, to do, like, Mm -hmm. because it's important because there is going to be many things that we can do. We got emails about funding um, from the office and the emails would go, oh, Catherine, Catherine Fernandez Rondo and Carlos Martinez from the other circuit, the Mm 11th circuit, which is Miami-Dade, are going to Tallahassee to fight for their people to get more money. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to take your ass up there. You don't send me a damn email right. telling you me that you that these people want to fight with their people to get more money. And you sitting right here sending me with, an email. With
0: his thumb up his ass.
2: Right. Like, I can't. Jesus like, Christ. So, it's obvious I'm going to be fighting. My, one of the main things that I really want to be fighting when I get into office, and yes, mm-hmm. I'm speaking into existence. Hey. I really want to take away mandatory minimums because that really takes away from families. Right. I can see a score sheet that says... Two years in Florida State Prison at the bottom, mm-hmm. right? But then a mandatory minimum is thirty years, right? Right, Jesus or life face, in prison, bro. or fifteen years. But why only
0: black people getting these big ass numbers? Yeah. Why only we get these it's, fucking numbers? It's
2: that implicit bias. Right. You see, you you know, like sometimes the state attorneys don't have that real world experience. They come from what they come from.
0: And my you know? people, we keep falling for it. We keep going for this shit, Always. too. We chasing this stupid money, illusions. Yeah. We and people have it.
2: to understand, too. Like, then they say, oh, my public defender can't do nothing for me. When it gets to that point where you got a mandatory minimum, there's nothing we can do. It's, the judges can't even do anything wanna know who the only person that can do something? Mm. The state attorney. They're the only people that can waive that mandatory minimum. Wow. The only people. So a lot of times when you say, Oh, my public defender be in trouble with the state, oh you best to believe I am. Right. If you want this mandatory minimum to go down, mm-hmm. Mm. You surely won't want me to be some type of, you know, friendly with them but for this right. point. Now are there times I have to jump down their throat? Heck yeah. But um but, but, yeah, you really have to work with them at some point. There are some prosecutors who are very, I, I want to say, a little bit more lenient or reasonable, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. A little bit more reasonable where you have to just, you know, my client's mentally ill. Here's their paperwork. Mm-hmm. Oh, then let me take a look at it. Done deal. Right. We'll, you know, get something reasonable. But then there are others. It really depends on, I feel, I feel like, if they have real-world experience and mm-hmm. they understand, um, you know, just people come from different places not right. everybody is the same people are going to react in a certain way that people who are mentally ill don't truly believe that they're mentally ill so sometimes they're kicked out of programs bounced from this place the black place only because of their illness right you know
0: are you able to do anything personally or your office about direct filing of children like 14 years being weighed over to 18 years i know recently like the last few years they changed the law saying right. they're not going to get life no more yeah. but Just direct filing, turning these kids to adults at 14, 15,
2: well, mandatory recently is no longer a thing. There's mm-hmm. no longer a uh, mandatory direct file. Okay. Uh, there are things we can do. We, we just have to advocate. Mm-hmm. We have to go to the what legislature. You mean, the, community or? the community? Yeah, the community. Because we can't personally do anything because that's a state oh, okay, issue. Right. Another issue that um, I know uh, people were wanting to go to the our legislature for was not making it, it solely on the state, mm-hmm. giving the judges discretion as well. Right. Um, but obviously those have been shot down but um people are still fighting for those uh rights for um judges to have a little bit more discretion and you know kids don't belong in adult, j- adult jails or prisons
0: I'm telling so we you. just have
2: to continue that fight it's nothing that i could personally do besides you know my legalese right, fight right,
0: right. stuff like that mm-hmm.
2: because it's, it's all on the state attorneys again they have the most power. So they got people the last say so. They got the last. When, when I say, yep, the state attorneys had the last say so. And, you know, why people that, think that though? it's judges. Legislature. you yeah, <laughs> give more power
0: to the state attorney than the judges?
2: Basically, yeah. Damn. hmm mm. Basically, yep.
0: That is horrible, bro. So why they not in that position? So when they finish being a state attorney, why they don't become a judge?
2: Why? Why some of them don't become yeah. a judges? I mean, some there's judges being a judge isn't for everyone.
0: Right. There, oh, okay. mind you, there
2: are a few ways that you, you can be become one? a judge. I, I really don't.
0: I can see you doing your own private practice. Yeah. Like. Not, like I mean, like attorney. I respect
2: judges. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to be the public defender, and that's a political position, just like being a of judge course. is a political position. I just don't. I guess maybe later in life, yes, mm. um, but I don't see it right now. Right. I don't see that we'll right see now. See it in the
0: future, you right.
2: Yeah, but I definitely uh, my eyes are on the prize for the public defender. <laughs> <laughs> Being a judge, I, I don't, I don't necessarily see it as a headache. Mm. I just really want to be in a position where, um, I'm not biased.
1: Right. Right. <laughs>
2: Bias towards, you know, hey, you know, I have this client coming in, they're mentally ill, the offer is this, and I don't wanna sh- just shut it down just because I think it could be a little bit more reasonable. Right. So I, I I gotta I still have time to grow.
0: So you personally you won't be compromised. You won't you can't be like, Hey, get in with the in crowd, like let's hang this nigga, like let's he deserve it.
2: No. No. Mm-mm.
0: No matter what no kind matter of worry. No matter what,
2: I know, I've had plenty of fights with clients. And at the end of the day, they've always said, oh, dang, you were like the best attorney I ever had. Because I have to tell you, the truth and what reality is and some people don't like to do that mm. some people you can go to them and pay them $20,000 dollars they be like yeah we gonna win your case and right, this right, is right. what's gonna happen and that that's the sorry not that's not what world. happened right. what happened was is that you're languishing in jail for two and a half years your $20,000 is gone they done spent it on a trip or something like that yep. and then you're passed off to the public defender's office because you don't got no money to pay them mm-hmm. anymore so no i i could not ever feel that way because i had to yell at an attorney for withdrawing off a case uh just because of that reason and she ended up saying on the record that she didn't even know how to handle the case and i'm like you know like these are the things that people are paying for but yet you people want to slam the public defender's office Mm -hmm. but you're paying for people that don't know necessarily know what they're doing
0: so you stick by the public defender's office you feel to make sure it's it's on point once you yeah. get that seat you gonna make sure it's
2: yeah. it's it's not just me this this isn't a job a just for all in that place. right it's not just me it's gonna mm-hmm. be the will of the people at the uh, pub defender's office mm-hmm. i know that they, we have some really good attorneys there i i know someone who's won three murder cases in a row mm-hmm. you know so it, it's just the fact that the matter is is that we going to do this together. Right. You know, the community, everybody, because we, people have to understand and I'm going to change the whole view of what public defenders are. Mm-hmm. Um, because people have to see the good work that we've been doing. Right. And at the time being, only certain people have been highlighted at our office, mm-hmm. at, at the office. And that's only one person and he don't even do nothing. And the, he don't even right. do nothing at work. Right. So, um, so he gets to highlight himself just because of the position that he has. When he really doesn't know anything about the clients, I say. Right. Don't, don't, I don't understand. Not putting in the work. Not putting in the work. So, yeah, but it's, it's just, it, it's just smoking mirrors at this point as to, you know, who's do, actually doing something for the community and who isn't. Because right. I could tell you, we got some hard work. To do he's leaving
0: office. or he's running again and somebody else got to run against him.
2: Um, someone, the person that I'm talking about, the office is actually one of my opponents. Oh, okay. And he does work at the office
0: we're gonna make sure you win how can people find you or where can they vote for you or how they can get in contact with you if they have any questions or anything
2: well you can also you can sign up on vote rubygreen.com
0: mm-hmm.
2: um and uh you can also email me at rubygreenpd2020 at gmail.com or you can give me a call at 954-860-9286 and um, what was the last question you said? Where what can else?
0: Fine, that's it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um anything you like to say to the oh, kids? Oh or? wait, wait, go wait.
2: Ahead. Find me on Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. or Twitter. I'm all on there. Ruby Lenora Green, Vote Ruby Green. Any one of those will work.
0: Right. Anything <laughs> you like to say to the kids? Or?
2: Just keep your head up and do what you think is going to put you in the best place for your life. Don't worry about nobody else. Just just go get it.
0: Anything you like to say to the people with felony convictions hanging over their hair that's walking in circles chasing their tails every day?
2: Want to know what? There, there's a lot that I can say about the felony convictions. Um, we, I, I know this guy. His name is uh, Mark Mitchell, who mm-hmm. is working with people chainless change change. and you know it's all about making connections Mm -hmm. so let's link up like we can hook you up with mark we can hook you up with some other programs there um, I I wanted to try and do a second chance job fair if that if you're looking for a job or um, you know it's just all about being about the community so Mm -hmm. you know just hit me up email me Instagram DM anything and uh, we can try and figure something out for you. Even and this if is you, for
0: the next year election or this?
2: Next year. Oh, the elections are August 18th, 2020. So that's the primary election. Okay. So make sure August 18th, 2020, you vote green for change to be seen.
0: Hey, y'all get out <laughs> there and vote for my girl, Ruby Green. I'm telling you, man, we need her in there. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We need change. We need some people in there that's going to actually do something. and not sit on their asses. Please, 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 please vote Ruby Lenora Green next year, August 2020. We need everyone to come out and vote for her. Please, we need a new head of public defenders in there ASAP. Please get out and vote Ruby Lenora Green. Thank you for coming out and chopping it up with me. I appreciate you. I know you got a bunch of other stuff to do, but I appreciate you speaking to me and speaking to my listeners. Appreciate you, ma'am.